Did you know Granny McDuff now has a Patreon? You can get all episodes ad-free. Games, puzzles, calendars, and more. You can even get discounts off Granny merch. Sign up now on Patreon. Go to GrannyMcDuffENT.com for more information. Good evening, children. It's Granny McDuff, ready with a story. So make yourselves comfy, and I'll begin. And now we continue our story from last week. Summer came and went, and Henry and Jane spent every waking moment with each other. And when fall came and school began, they walked hand in hand to and from the schoolhouse every day. But the cold set in, and winter came. One day, when Henry and Jane were in the town square engaging in a snowball fight with the other children, a wind picked up, and the snow became thicker and thicker around poor Jane. It was so dense that she could barely see a thing. Then a sled appeared with a driver dressed in white fur. The driver's cap was pulled so low Jane could not see who it was, but when she spoke, it was entrancing. Come with me, my child. I will keep you warm. Jane could not stop herself. She was bewitched. She climbed into the sled, and the driver pulled a warm fur around her. I have something very special to show you, and I have been waiting a long time to do it she told Jane. And before the little girl knew it, they were off. Out of the town gates and into the mountains they went. Meanwhile, Henry searched desperately for Jane, but she was nowhere to be found. The snow had stopped and Jane was gone. It seemed hours before they began to slow down. Jane was warm, but she was worried. When will I be home? she asked. The driver removed her cap and revealed herself. It was the Snow Queen. Do not be concerned with that now, child. She kissed Jane on the forehead and suddenly Jane felt a sort of calm and she began to forget all about home. Then she saw it, the Snow Queen's palace. It glittered in the sunlight it was a magnificent sight to behold. The palace walls were made of drifted snow and the windows and doors of solid ice. There were more than 100 rooms in it and every one of them was lit by the aurora. There were no amusements in the palace, only icy walls and icy hearts. Cold, vast and empty were the walls of the Snow Queen's palace. In the centre of the empty great hall was a frozen lake, its surface broken into a thousand pieces, and at the centre of the lake sat the Snow Queen's throne. Jane walked to the edge and looked down. I call the lake the Mirror of Reason, the Snow Queen said. Jane was so cold she could barely feel her little toes. 
Might I sit by the fire to warm myself? She asked. <laughs> the Snow Queen laughed. There are never any fires here. She kissed Jane's forehead once again, and the little girl did not feel cold anymore. Better? Yes, thank you. The Queen led Jane to a large room. There was a bed made from ice in the centre, and nothing else but a pile of flat-shaped ice. This shall be your room. When you are able to, spell love with those shapes. I shall give you anything you like. But Jane could not accomplish it. She could spell every other word she could think of, but never that one. The Snow Queen came to Jane one day and said, I shall be leaving on a journey. I must be away to warm countries, and I will turn the volcanoes white, Etna and Vesuvius alike. It will be good for them, and for the grapes and the olives. And away the Snow Queen went, leaving poor little Jane alone in the palace. Now during this time, Henry had been desperately searching for Jane, and she was now thought to be lost, but he felt in his heart that he knew where she was, but he did not know how to get there, until one day a bird flew to Henry's window. I will help you bring Jane home, but in return I ask that you allow me to nest in your flower box. Yes, you can make it your home, but please do help me. She is at the palace of the Snow Queen, but I do not know the way. I know who will show us. And so Henry packed a knapsack, picked up his tiny sled and headed out into the snow. He followed the bird for a day and a night and finally they reached the home of a polar bear. He was stark white and fierce. The bird asked, Will you take this boy to the palace of the Snow Queen? If he can catch me ten fish to eat for my dinner, I will take him said the polar bear. I can, Henry said, and the boy went down to the river and did not return until he had ten fish. The bear ate, and after a quick nap, they set out. Henry rode on the bear's back, and the bird perched herself on his shoulder. They continued on for three days straight, stopping only for a bit of sleep and a good meal. And finally... Henry could see the Snow Queen's palace. He ran through the doors and searched high and low for his friend. Jane sat so still in her room, it would seem to most that she was frozen. She looked at the words she was able to form, but never the word love, and she began to weep icy tears. It was at this moment that Henry burst through the doors and ran to her. He took her in his arms. Oh, Jane, I have found you. Jane did not move. She was so cold. And Henry hugged her tighter and cried. His warm tears, full of love, fell onto Jane and thawed the icy spell the Snow Queen had cast upon her. She wrapped her arms around Henry and wept with him. Where have you been all this time, Henry? And where have I been? It seems a distant fog. I will tell you on our journey home. Let us leave this place. And so Henry took Jane's hand 
and led her out of the palace of ice. They climbed onto the polar bear and began their journey home. On the way they spoke of Jane's grandmother and the beautiful roses on the roof and of warm summer days. And as they got closer to home, spring began to fall over the land. The polar bear turned back to go home to the north, and Henry and Jane went on foot with their friend the bird, following closely behind. They soon came to the town gates where they lived, and bells were ringing. It was Sunday, and they went straight to Grandmother's house. And when they saw themselves in the mirror, they saw that they had grown up and were now man and woman. They went to the roof where the roses and the flower boxes were in full bloom and the little chairs they had sat in as children were still there and they seated themselves and held each other by the hand while memories of the Snow Queen and her palace faded from their minds. And though they were grown up, they remained children at heart and for the rest of their time they would cherish these warm and beautiful summer days. The end. And now it's time to take a deep breath, close our eyes, so that we may drift off into a world of our own adventure. Good night, children. <laughs>